Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Sister Joy is the daughter of Bishop Dyke-Hewitt Mills and currently pastors the Ideasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Dyke-Hewitt Mills ministry office and travels extensively holding pastors' conferences taking the books of Bishop Dykewood Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Oh, put your hands together for them. Oh, your hand clap is too weak. Put your hands together very well for the dancing stars. Hallelujah. Wow, it's such a great time to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, the Bible says that, I mean, David said, I prefer to be what? A doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the, I mean, palaces of kings. Amen. So if you have been here, tell your neighbor, you are privileged to be here. It is such a great, great privilege to be here. Hallelujah. As we are about to experience a very powerful time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says in John chapter 4, I think verse 19, the woman at the well, he told Jesus, he says that, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Hallelujah. Today we are about to be ministered to by a prophet of the Lord. Hallelujah. And your life is about to be changed. You are about to receive a miracle. As the year is about to end, what the Lord said concerning your life, before the year ends, it shall happen into your life. Hallelujah. As the prophet of the Lord is about to minister to us, shall we stand to our feet and receive our pastor? Put your hands together for Sister Joy Bruce. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord this morning. I said put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. Just bow down your head this morning. Thank the Lord that you find yourself in church on the very last Sunday of the month. Twelve months ago, we started what was a new year. And the grace and the mercies of God have brought you here today. Just thank God. Thank him. Thank him for all the ups and the downs. Thank him for his beautiful message. Oh, speak to the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So many things have happened in the past 12 months. But as we stand here today, we are just a testimony of God's goodness. We are so grateful, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord. Thank you for everything that has happened in this year, the year 2019. Thank you for the good things that helped us and strengthened us. 
and thank you even for the not so good things that showed us your kindness that you, you caused us to go through and we were not overtaken we thank you we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus Father thank you for your grace and your mercy thank you that it is by your grace that we find ourselves here this Sunday morning what can we say but thank you it's not because of what we have done or not done it's just because of your grace we don't want to take it for granted as we stand on the 52nd Sunday of the year on the dawn of another year we say thank you thank you for your mercy and your grace as we stand before your word grant us ears that can hear grant us minds that can perceive and absorb and let us hear your word in Jesus name and all the saints shall say amen amen hallelujah take your seat wow it's a blessed Sunday to be in church amen and I'm glad to be here turn to your neighbor and say neighbor do you know that the year is ending because some of you the way you are when you sleep and you wake up you don't even know the day but <laughs> you don't know the date but today is the 29th of December wow amen hallelujah amen God has been good to us hallelujah well this morning I was just thinking yesterday as I prepared for the service I was thinking, what message would I want to leave with you or leave you with on this last Sunday of the year? But more importantly, in preparation for what lies ahead of us in the new year. Amen. Are you there? And I want to share something with you that I really want you to open your ears and listen well. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that it will help you. Hallelujah. I'm sharing with you today on you let's go to a scripture first proverbs chapter 23 and verse 4 proverbs 23 4 and it says labor not to be rich seize from thine own wisdom labor not to be rich seize from thine own wisdom amen what are we working for what are we working for? What are we studying for? Many of us are studying because as we study, we are also hoping that a time will come that we will be rich. Please turn to your neighbor and say, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? <laughs> however, however, there's another scripture that tells us why the Bible says labor not to be rich. So let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 10. And Ecclesiastes 5, 10 says, He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. In other words, if your aim is money, are you there? If your aim is money, you love money. The Bible says it won't satisfy you. So you will even get the money, but you will not be satisfied. You have or you don't have or you won't be satisfied. Some of you, this time last year, you had only 10 CDs in your pocket. 
you were not satisfied this year you have 50 cds in your pocket but you are still not satisfied are you seeing it have you ever met any human being anywhere who had money and said what i have is enough usually they are just looking for more is it true or not true yeah you yourself when you went to do your bc you said if i finish bc i'll be happy in life you finish the BC, but in fact, I say it's normal. It's normal. Or you don't get what I'm saying. It was a good thing, though. But as you attained it, no. <laughs> Are you there? Hey. So does it mean, therefore, comma, that God wants us to be poor? No. No. But he's directing us to something else. Instead of laboring to be rich, labor to be blessed. Uh-huh. Labor to be blessed. Because in the blessing, you see, if you go through the Bible, you will find people who were blessed of God. Abraham was blessed by God because God told him to do something and he did it. And the Bible says he became a rich man. Are you there? Isaac was in a place. Famine was there. And he was about to leave. And God said, don't leave. Stay there. He stayed there. And he became a rich man. Who becomes a rich man in a country where nothing can grow? Are you there? You see, you are sitting there as if what we are talking about, you don't know it. Many of us, as you are here, you have a mind that says something. For example, I didn't say that's your mind. I'm just giving you an example. When I finish what I'm doing, I'm going to Accra. Because in your mind, there's nothing here, but it's in Accra. You get there and discover that it's like here. <laughs> Push your neighbor, ask your neighbor, yours is what? You do what? Yours is what? Yeah. So many times we're in a hurry to finish what we are doing so that we can now go. That's why the Bible says, cease from your own wisdom. Cease from your own wisdom. Stop. Stop. Many believers, you live like unbelievers in your financial life, in your prosperity life. You think like an unbeliever. Hey. Were you? Are you there? Yeah. So even though you believe in God and even though you've given your life to Christ, if we put your life here and we put the life of somebody who doesn't believe here, it's similar. They are in debt. You are in debt. They are struggling. You are also struggling. They are counting their persons. You are also counting yours. You are quarreling with your landlord over two cities. They are also quarreling with your landlord over two cities. Hey! And the reason is because you see, as for God and he's there. He is there. What he has said, he has said it. What he plans to do, what he can do, he can do. But it is only to the degree that you will engage with him. It's to that degree that you will see his manifestation. So you can be there. The Bible can say everything that it is saying. If you don't engage with God, you'll be like somebody who doesn't even have God. And there are believers like that. 
There are believers who are there. They believe Jesus Christ came to die, but they don't believe God for anything else. Everything else, they have picked their life and they are doing. Some of you are like that. That's why exam time, you are looking for Apo. If you look for Apo, you are like an unbeliever. An unbeliever is looking for Apo because that is the only help he has. Then you, a believer, who has the Holy Ghost, who was around when they were writing the papers, you have decided that you too, God is not there. You will be like an unbeliever. And you too will be looking for Apo. When they are canceling results, they will cancel all, including yours. Are you in the house? Unless you cease from your own wisdom. Cease from the wisdom of the world. There's such a thing as the wisdom of the world. Earthly wisdom. Are you there? Not godly wisdom. Wow. I can see I have a hard job because I'm preaching for just a few minutes. <laughs> I'm preaching for just a few minutes today. Romans chapter 8. I'm reading from verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. What's a carnal mind? A carnal mind cannot see or feel or perceive spiritual things. Everything you think about is on this earth. It's only what you can see physically. You are there, but you don't believe anything. And there are many believers like that. Uh, please, if you can find 1 Corinthians 2.14, take us there. Are you in the house? Please push your neighbor and say, is it you they are talking to? Is it you? Is it you? You are looking for a husband. Even to pray about it, you cannot. You are using your carnal mind. That, oh, a husband, dear, he has to be like this or like that or like carnal mind. Carnal mind. And the Bible says it is death. It is death. In fact, the verse 7 of Romans 8 says, the carnal mind is enmity against God. So you are even God's enemy as you are thinking like that. Yeah. Please, I asked for a scripture. You have carried it away. It was there. What's your problem? People are not serious. Are you in the house? Yeah. 1 Corinthians 2.14, one of my favorite scriptures in life. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That's why you can be a believer, and you are sitting in the church, and you are questioning spiritual things. How, how will I do better if I give an offering? If I give an offering, it has gone. It's because of how your mind works. It's a carnal mind. A natural mind, a fleshly mind, not even a sinful mind, or just carnal. Just carnal. You don't have any spiritual something. It's changing from today in the name of Jesus. Amen. If God said, then it is. Yeah. But the Bible says that that natural mind doesn't receive anything. And there are some of us here, as year 2019 has gone, you have come from January 2019 all the way to December 2019. You have not seen any miracle. You have not received anything. Nothing special has happened to you. Most likely because you are so carnal in your mind. You can't imagine that God says he's going to do something. You can't imagine it. Recently, somebody asked me a question. The person was believing God is something. Then the person asked me, but how will it be? And I said, the day you can answer the how, you have become God. 
He never asked you the how. Yours is to believe. Yours is to believe. The how is up to him. It's not your problem. Yeah. Are you in the house or you have traveled? <laughs> and that's why this morning, as our last service for the year, I'm talking to you on a subject called Labor for Supernatural Supply to End a Life of Debt. Labor for Supernatural Supplies to End a Life of Debt. You can even add there to end a life of want. Labor for supernatural supply. Remember the scripture, Proverbs 23, 4 said, labor not to be rich. So there are many other things. That's what laboring there, we will labor. But one of the things I'm sharing with you is that labor for supernatural supply. Some of you, eh, you are so, what's the word? You can only see cities and persuasions. Even when you are going to do give an offering, you are here, we are here, we say, oh, put something in the offering basket. You don't ask God, what should I put in? You do your calculation. Okay, I have 70 cities. Transport for the week, 32. Food every day, this amount. Nyakano, 50 pesos. Then you put the 50 pesos in the basket. That's a canal mind at work. What's the difference between you and an unbeliever? Uh, Pastor, so what are you saying? Are you, you see, even the way that you are talking. What I'm saying is that you are carnally minded. Your question should be, Lord, what are you saying about it for today? And he will tell you. You suddenly have an edge. That just put the 40 CDs in the, in the thing. Just put it. Just put it. Just put it. Are you there? Hey. I'm just watching you. Hmm. One day. I had received some money many years ago for some work that I had done. And at that particular time, there was nothing in my pocket apart from that money. Then I made the mistake of passing to visit a church member. As I was leaving that church member, then the Holy Spirit said to me, that's your envelope, no? That's your envelope. That envelope. Remove it and give it to him. I said, Holy Ghost, you can be serious. <laughs> Am I to give him some? I give him the envelope. I said, but tight, look, I have not removed. He said, you will get another money to pay tight. Give him the envelope. So, I took the envelope from my bag. Wondering why cried, did I come this way today? Why didn't I just go straight home? But you see, I thank God that I'm a spiritual person. I knew that God is the one. Ah, the devil will not come and tell you to give the thing to somebody. I mean, come on, let's be serious. So I took the envelope and I gave it to the young man. And I went away. Did God bring me money the next day? No. The next week? No. The next month? No. Life continued as normal. Until one day, several months later, several months, I traveled with my then boss to the Upper West Region. And when we got there, somebody asked us to do a certain task for him. So we were on our way to do the task. And then, the person, are you there? You're liking my story. 
Then the person said, come, I'm going to give you money. And the person looked at my boss and looked at me and counted money. Six thousand, six thousand. By that time in my human life, I had not seen two thousand before. <laughs> and the guy counted the thing. Cash, please ask your neighbor. Have they counted cash? Six thousand for you before. Count the guy counted. He counted it. So when we left the place and we were going, I said, you see, now I was even almost afraid. I said, hey, Lord, what money is this? What is that? Hey, what is that? Where are we even going to put this money as we are heading to the village where we are going to work? Hey, what is that? Then the Lord asked me, do you remember that envelope? Do you remember? I said, please, I remember. This coming 2020, that is just a few days away. You will be counting things, receiving things, getting things you have never ever dreamt about. Please tell your neighbor honestly, what's the largest amount you have ever seen? And that was for you. Please, if you are a banker, it's not yours. I'm talking about the one that's yours. How much have you seen? Then tell your neighbor, but by the grace of God and by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I am a spiritual person. I will see this times, and you add times, whatever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down, let me preach. Allow me to preach. Allow me to preach. Are you here? Now, the scripture goes on. Are you tired of scripture? If you are tired, you see, one of the reasons why people are not benefiting and profiting is that they don't like scripture. Everything you want is in the scripture. If only you will stay by the scripture long enough, it will talk to you. Yeah. Are you there? I'm reading. Hey. First Timothy 4, 8. For bodily exercise profiteth a little. Those of you who don't like exercising like me, please, it still profits, but it's only that it's little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of the one that is to come. As you go about your life as a believer, your godliness is profitable for what? All things. What are all things? What are all things? Yeah, all things. I'm saying, I'm reading this scripture for those of you who have been somebody is accusing God. I've followed you all this time. I've kept myself. I've tried, I've tried to do my best. Lord, I'm working. Lord, I'm doing that. You are not minding me. The scripture. Why don't you start quoting his scripture back at him? Instead of complaining. Push your neighbor and say, complaining is a useless exercise. Look for a scripture and stand on it. God loves it when you remind him of his own word. Hallelujah. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I came to tell you this morning that God is a supernatural supplier. Stop reducing him to a natural something. He's a supernatural supplier. 
Hallelujah. Mark 6. <laughs> Verse 7 to 9. He called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Now, verse 8 is what I want to show you. And commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey. Only a staff, that's a stick. No script, that's no book. No bread, that's no food. No money in their purse. But be sure, just have one sandal and one coat. Are you there? So we are sending you as you are going. They say, don't take taxi money. Don't take Trotsky money. Don't take anything. Just go like that. Some of you would have started, are you crazy? You are crazy. Be quiet and let's read the supernatural things that happen. Luke 22 verse 35. He said unto them, when I sent you without a purse, without a script, without shoes, did you lack anything? And they said what? I said, did you lack anything in the coming year? If you will be a spiritual person, if you will be a supernatural person, you will lack nothing. You will lack nothing. Amen. Yeah. You will lack nothing. I'm hitting against somebody's unbelief this morning. Yeah. You can feel free to think like an unbeliever. That's your business. But if you are a believer, start to get yourself into spiritual mode. Yes. Turn to your neighbor and say, you better start to be serious. Mm. Second Corinthians 9. Sit down, sit down. I will finish preaching. I know that you are trying to push me, but... Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you will always have all sufficiency in all things and may abound to every good work. All things. Some people have money, they have no peace. You have money, you have no joy. Mm. You have money, but the money that you have cannot quench a certain test. But the God that we serve is able to make you abound in all things. When he's bringing things, he doesn't add sorrow to it. Yeah, he doesn't add sorrow to it. Are you there? Hey. The church is very quiet this morning. <laughs> Amen, eh? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, stop living, living like an unbeliever. Yeah, stop living like an unbeliever. As a pastor, I get so grieved when I see people struggling. Yeah, especially my sheep. I get so grieved. I said, if only you will believe him. If only you will believe him. If only you will believe his word. If only you will stop your own permutations and machinations. Yeah. Well, today I'm preaching about debt. One of the things I don't want you to enter 2020 with again is that if you are not in debt, stay out. And if you are in, you are coming out. And when you come out, don't re-enter. Don't enter. Don't believe any bank. I, I know I have bankers in my church, but don't believe them. It's their work. But don't believe any bank. Say, we are there for you. <laughs> we are here to help you. <laughs> we are on your It's not true. They are here to make their own money. And you, <laughs> you are the one they will use. 
<laughs> hey, they, you, they say no. We say why not? 24 hours long. You better start to get wise. <laughs> 24 hours long, no collateral. What be that? Have you heard some before? Hey. <laughs> Quick loan. <laughs> Express loan. What you don't know is that they have made a plan with you as the plan. That is why in many banks today, there is a table for church loans. There is a table for teacher loans. National servicemen, you have not even collected your first pay. When you go to the NSS there, to just even go and sign up as a serviceman, they have already come. They have stacked their thing. They say, oh, come for your fridge, mattress, TV. Now, we're so to say, because I was sorry. Now, I could pay Jenny Amanabafie. Hey, with Jimmy, you must say, that's your 599. As it comes, then. But I'm speaking to some people today. I'm saying you will get the mattress. You will get the fridge. You will get the things you need, but you won't get it with debt. You won't get it. It's not debt we will use. Hey! And so my message today is targeted to those who are in debt. You are falling inside the gutter already. You know that we don't believe in debt. But you have gone for it. It is the mercy of God that's bringing this message to you today. Mm-hmm. Mm. Second Kings. Pastor, I was going to pay school fees and the money wasn't there. Hey, supernatural supply. Second Kings chapter 4. I'm reading from verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my sons to be born men. Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for you? Tell me what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. When thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all these vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go. Sell the oil, pay thy debt, and live thou in thy children of the rest. Hallelujah. Now, I need us to see a few things in this story. The Bible talks to us about a certain man. I want you to see that the man's spiritual credentials were impeccable. He was a servant of Elisha. He was somebody who was known by his pastor. He was a worker in the church. He was somebody who was trying to do his best. Are you there? The person who described him as a God-fearing man was his wife. 
If your wife can describe you as a God-fearing man, you are really God-fearing. Why am I saying that? Because the person you live with often sees the worst part as well. Or you don't get what I'm saying. Yeah, those who live with you are the ones who see you how you really are. So if this wife was testifying of it, then it's a sign that the man was really a God-fearing man. However, he was in debt. He was in debt. Yeah, he was in debt. You see, many believers choose death over life. This was a choice. He was in debt. In order for him to be in debt, he had to go and look for some creditors. He was ready to take the time to go and look for people, to humble himself before some people to give him money. But his pastor, Elisha, he didn't tell him that he had an issue. He was able to go there. And when you are going to borrow money, honestly, you will be humble. <laughs> are you there? It takes effort to go and look. He could have spent that time asking God about the issue. But rather, he spent it looking for the human agencies. This man was a calamity like many Christians. Number one, he died prematurely. <laughs> Number two, he did not leave an inheritance for his children. The Bible says that an honorable man leaves an inheritance for his children. May the number of houses that you have be equal to the number of children that you have. Yeah, that's what is called leaving an inheritance. Amen. But this man, he left nothing. Not only that, he had also dribbled away the future of his sons. Because when he went to collect the, the money from the person, the, what he used as collateral, <laughs> you can be a man of God, but you can be a fool. You can be a woman of God, but you can be totally stupid. Are you there? Collateral. He used not a house, not a car, not a piece of land, but his children. If that, if I cannot pay the loan, come for my children to be slaves for you. And in case you don't know, a slave has no rights. A slave has no will. You do the will of whoever. So in spite of his godliness, like many, he's telling but don't vex, I've not called your name. But just be humble enough to listen to the word. He mortgaged his children's futures away. So by the time this man was dying, there was nothing. He had finished everything. For some reason, his wife didn't think like him. But she got up. And she said, hey, I'm not going the way this man is going. He didn't go and tell our pastor, I'm going to tell. I don't think she even knew God proper. Yeah. She didn't even consult God. It's like the one I know is the pastor. She probably was not even as prayerful as the man. But she had the wisdom to go and look for Elisha. You see, her husband knew Elisha physically. 
he didn't know him spiritually. He didn't know that his pastor was the carrier of a double portion of the anointing. He didn't know. And that's why he never said anything. And some of you are like that. You see us going and coming. We just look like what should I call it? Right? The church is very quiet. It's good. Are you there? Yeah. Wait till we leave you like that. <laughs> what should we say? You see. But when you do that, you have planned to struggle. Yeah. You plan to struggle. Are you there? Mm. Anyway. This woman decided that media, I'm going to say. It's a pity she didn't say it earlier before the man died. When she got there, Elisha said something to her. He asked, what do you have? God always starts where you are. What do you have? And she didn't think she had much. And so she just said, oh, I have a pot of oil there. I want to ask you, do you think the pot of oil was new? Do you think she had just gone to the market to buy it? That pot of oil, it was in the house. When the husband was there, it was there. It was still in the house. Yeah, it was still there. She didn't have to do anything dramatic. Some of you, you are looking for drama. And you feel that unless God does some drama, he can't do anything in the ordinary things of life. But if you became serious about the words that were spoken to you and spoken over you, if you became serious about the hands that touched you and the things that I said, you won't be sitting where you are sitting. Are you there? I've finished my preaching. (laughs) Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Many Christians today, you don't know anything and you don't like to know anything. The scriptures are what help us. Read your Bible, you won't read. The Bible says that you are destroyed and you see a clear sign of this man being destroyed because of what he didn't know. Please, if you are sitting in church, sit well. Sit well. Sit well. I'm seeing some young man there. Sit up. You are in church. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, don't sit like you are about to sleep. Amen. But look at an even more serious thing. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Are you seeing it? So God takes a very serious view of his people who won't take the time to know what they should know? From today, know what the Bible says about going for a loan. It says, don't be a borrower. Don't be a lender. It's a scripture. And in this Ghana in which we live in it, if you think your pay is enough for you, or that you'll get a job that will give you everything, I think you are daydreaming. Mm-hmm. You need the supernatural. Turn to your neighbor and say, we need the supernatural. I need the supernatural. Yeah. You will stop arguing about giving your tithe. You will stop. Yeah. Anyway. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You see, the people in Jesus' day, eh, they knew him as the carpenter's son in his village. What did they get? Nothing. Nothing. The Bible says, and he could there do no mighty works. 
except that he healed a few, some one or two headaches, and he left. As soon as he left, miracles were going on in the other town. Yeah. Are you there? Because they were surprised. Oh, and they were, they were receiving and they were reaching out. Yeah. Let's continue. This woman now went to Elijah and told him. And then he asked about the pot of oil. Then he said, go and borrow vessels. You see that what she's even borrowing is something she can finish with and send it back. Go and borrow vessels of all your neighbors. Empty vessels. When you are in debt and somebody says, go and borrow an empty vessel, you can easily be annoyed. And that's what happens to some of us. When we feel that we are under so much stress already, God, how can you say, I should go and do this in addition? Or I should go and do that in addition? Can you not see that I'm already struggling? What is an empty vessel going to do for me? I have one pot of oil. He said, I should go for an empty vessel. This is where people start to lose it again. Then he instructs her again. He says, don't go and borrow a few. Borrow a lot. In the solution to your issue, you will have to use faith. Amen. I said, in the solution to your issue, you will have to use faith. They can't pay your school fees. But you're also a child of God. You have to rise up and believe God. You have to ask God what to do. Why are you crying about something else? Are you not a believer? Hmm. Yeah, I remember I had a, a church member here who owed school fees. And we prayed over the school fees. When she went, the school fees have been cleared. Till today, we don't know who paid. We have no idea. Will you not collect it? You will not stand there and be asking, who paid? I won't collect. I want to know. No! <laughs> then he goes on and says, when you come in, Elisha was not giving her instructions. When you come with the containers in, bring them in, bring your children in, close the door. Some of you, the reason why you are not seeing the supernatural, you have left the door open for foolish people to be talking to you. Can you imagine what would have happened if that woman had left the door open? You remember, as they are bringing the containers, her neighbor will be watching. Ah, now then, what are you doing? Ah, don't sell my saucepan. Bring it. <laughs> Is it true or it's not true? You said what? The prophet said what? Look, nowadays prophet say, he will come and steal the container. So, if you don't know, you give mine to him. You see what I'll, you they will talk. And some of you, your own mouth is your problem. Others of you, the mouth of others is a problem. So he told her, enter, close the door. I need you to see that she spoke to the right person. You need to find the right person before you start talking. Are you there? And after talking to the right person, be quiet. So now what she was about to do was between she and her sons. As for her sons, eh, they were in danger. So they did <laughs> they were quiet because they knew that look, if we joke, eh, we are slaves by tonight. So did whatever God said, would you let us try it? Yeah. And there is a place to walk with just those who are as desperate as you. Mm, that's why nowadays I don't walk with people who don't serve God. 
Mm. No. If I walk with you, you will turn my face away from God. You will make me feel like I'm very foolish. You will weaken my hand. I'll be unequally yoked. So you may be a Christian, but I won't walk with you. Hey. You will complain, and your complaints will disturb me. Yeah, and some of you have people in your house. Ah, you are going to church too much. They that they are going to church little. They that they are going little. What, 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 has, what, 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 what do they have? Go in and shut the door. What you are believing God for, believe God. Don't go and share it with your unbeliever friend. Hey. Let's finish our story. Uh, sit well. Hmm. Are you there? Hmm. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, the ones who brought the vessels. Then she took her bottle of oil. That one bottle of oil. She didn't sit down saying the oil should come from heaven. Whatever God is going to give you is on earth already. Are you here? I said it is where? It's on earth already. Your debt that you are going to pay, what you used to pay it is on earth already. And she took the bottle of oil and in faith she began to pour. And as she poured the oil, vessel number one was full. Vessel number two. Vessel number 30. Vessel number 40. Vessel number 60. Vessel number 70. I prophesy to somebody today that in the year 2020, if you will believe God and if you will rise up and you will hold the little that you have and if you will begin to do as he instructs you to do it, you will fill one vessel, five vessels, ten vessels, twenty vessels. Every vessel that you have, it will be full to running over. Somebody, this is the last day that hunger, you will see it. It's the last day. It's the last day. Somebody living on the borderline is the last day. Is the last day. Is the last day. Hallelujah. The Bible says she poured it out. Every container. And it is only when she got to the last container and she filled it that the oil stopped. May God fill all the empty barrels all the empty spaces all the needy places somebody you need it in your business that God will cause an, of a supernatural thing to just happen hallelujah are you in the house are you believing God that a supernatural thing will happen then she went to Elisha and said what you say I should do I have done it the oil is there he said now go and sell it what is left? Live on it. Year 2020, we are coming out. I said we are coming out. No debt. No stress. No issue. Fees will be paid. Rent will be paid. Jobs will be had. The things that we are looking for, we will receive them as supernatural people. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. This afternoon as we are ending, I want you to pray a prayer. And your prayer is for yourself that Lord, let me be a supernatural person. A supernatural person. In this coming year, supernatural. Supernatural. 
You just need one supernatural idea. That's all. One supernatural idea. Receive it this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Every debt is cancelled. Every debt is cancelled. Every debt is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Every debt is cancelled. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, lift your voice up and pray for yourself. Lift your voice up and pray for yourself. Some of you, you have served God so many years and still the difficulty is there. But we are coming out. We are coming out of it. We are coming out of it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. On Sundays, I don't usually minister to people, but this morning, I, I want to pray for you if you are in debt. I don't want you to look at your neighbor. Today, I came to pray because I came to preach for you. If you are in debt, just come. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I have had debt cancelled before. Just come. Just come. Just come. Don't ask me how. If we knew how, we will be God. I don't know how. But you are in debt. You are in debt. It is ending in the name of Jesus. 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 Just begin to pray. Begin to talk to God. Somebody as you are standing here, some fantastic idea is what is going to drop into your mind. Just receive it. Just receive that idea and say, Lord, I'm going to do something. Someone should check these children. I'm not sure why they are here. Are they in debt? Do they understand what I'm saying? Someone check all the young people who are standing there. Do they understand when I say debt? There's not an altar call to receive Christ yet. Are you in debt? Who they who they car? Who are you owing? They should tell you who they are owing. This is not a joke as we are here. Me They can't pay your full school fees, it's an order. You come and stand. Today, what we are doing is just supernatural. Are you here? Are you here? This morning, I'm talking to you and I'm saying that the debt is cancelled. And God, he is in the business of cancelling debt. Are you here? And usually, he does it with an idea. Something that when you do, it causes the debt to go away. Other times, he uses another person. We don't know what he's going to do. I'm not talking to you about theories. I'm talking to you about what I have experienced. Do you understand? I was doing book business with somebody. The person told me, let December come and you haven't finished. I'll take you to court. Yeah. December came. I'm still working. Has December not finished? Yeah. Because God took a pen and just sorted it out. May he sort every single debt it is cancelled here 
in the name of Jesus. But if he puts an idea in your head, eh, do it. Do you understand? Some of you, today, you are just going to take an envelope and sow a seed. Me, I sow the seed. Lord, I don't know. I'm sowing a seed. Help me out. I don't know. Are you there? For me, it's work. I don't know what he'll say to you. But we are believing God. Lift up your hands. Father, every death, let it be cancelled. The bondage is broken. The bondage is broken. Somebody here, the Lord says, is the spirit of fear. I rebuke that fear in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. When I lay my hands on you, then you go back to your seat. In the name of Jesus, every death is cancelled. It is cancelled. It is cancelled. Give me your hands. Father, oh, these hands are anointed. They will make wealth. He says, listen to what I'm saying. He has said something to you. I don't know what. Then listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Jesus. Father, is cancelled. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every death. We cancel every death. In the name of Jesus, it is cancelled. Father, we stand together. We believe you. It is cancelled. It is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. It is cancelled. Karma Sondelebe. It is cancelled. In Jesus' name. It's cancelled. Father, every goofy, every red, everything they need, it is paid for. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Cancelled in the name of Jesus. Cancelled in the name of Jesus. Cancelled in the name of Jesus. Hold on for me. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody here, three nights ago, you had a dream. It was an idea. You, something to make money. But you are afraid. It doesn't, it looks so weird. Come, I'm going to join my faith to yours. You will do it. Jesus. Jesus. Please, they should come forward so I don't have to stretch myself. Jesus. Father, remember your people. And when you come, tell me it's you. Jesus, it's you. Father, I pray for courage. I pray for faith. Let his faith be strong. Show him where to start, how to start, and let it come to pass. Let it come to pass. Your debt is cancelled now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Jesus. Father, remember your people. Remember your people. Cancel their debts in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's somebody here. Your rent is due. Three months you have to pay it. Three months. Come, you don't have the money. As you are there, you can see the trouble coming. Hey, that rent, it is being paid today. Three months' time, you are going to be paying for your rent. But you don't have it. Sir? Oh! Write it down. It has covered. Today. Today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please, what we are doing here is seriousness. You don't stand here and chat and laugh at all. Jesus. Jesus. Ashes, anybody laughing and those things, they should go back. Jesus. Father, I pray. Every death, cancelled. 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 Every death is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. It's cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Kama Sunday. In the name of Jesus. It is cancelled. Makaba Sunday. It is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Give me your hands. Give me your hands. Father.
answered in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and sing it in the name of Jesus. Jesus, it is cancelled. It's cancelled. Yahweh. Remember your people. Every death is paid. Every death is paid. Every death is paid. Every death is paid. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I hear it in my ear. Cancel. I hear it in my ear. Cancel. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. It is cancelled. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is cancelled. Thank you. Lift up your two hands and thank the Lord. Lift up your two hands and thank the Lord. Lift up your two hands. Just thank him. Just thank him. Maybe you want to write it down somewhere. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Three years ago, we had printed some books that one had to pay for, and I couldn't see how it was going to happen. Are you there? I've shared this testimony over and over. When I saw the bill, I said, Hey, I'm dead. And then I began to pray. It wasn't even a prayer, it was a song. It was a song that ministered to me when your back is against the wall and it looks as if it is over God makes a way today he will make a way he will make a way I said he will make a way and that's why we are standing here and we're standing here only because you Father, thank you that you are the way-making God, that you are making a way for each and every one of us. We rise up against the issues. We rise over them. Every debt is cancelled. Every debt is paid. You are more than able to supply our needs, oh God, and we believe you. We thank you in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, in order for you to lay any claim to what the Lord has, you must be a believer. Your name must be written in the book of life. No matter who you are, you need to give your life to Jesus. So if you are here this afternoon, you have not yet done so, I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you cannot say that, I know that my name is written in the book of life in heaven. Today, you need to pray a certain prayer. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Just wave to me. Just wave to me. We'll pray together. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your mercy towards us. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Felipe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at FLIDRC. God richly bless you.